It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Welcome to the Help Desk for Thursday, the 11th of March. My name is Peter Wells. And I'm Tess Bennett. And Tess, uh, we've got a new way of getting fit soon coming to Australia. Yes, so cold fitness brand Peloton is coming to Australia. The exercise tech company has often been described as the apple of fitness due to its very shiny marketing and full stack of hardware and software. The exercise bikes feature a large screen for streaming workouts. Uh, Here in Australia, the bikes will start for around $3,000 and then there is a $60 a month subscription on top of that. So Peloton has had a pretty massive year since lockdowns were introduced. The company's at-home exercise product basically was the right product at the right time. In the last quarter, its revenue grew 128%. uh, So that was up to $1.4 billion. Uh, The launch here in Australia is expected in the second half of the year and There'll be showrooms in Melbourne and Sydney so you can get along to actually try out your Peloton before you drop three grand on a bike. <laughs> Which you'd hope to do. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a there is one company in the in the country right now called Zwift. Uh, that's Swift with a Z um, that does a very similar thing. But I've, I've, I've played around with it. It was a total pain in the ass to set up. Apparently, one of the things that, that separates Peloton and makes them so loved by the customers is uh, they do the whole setup for you when you when you spend almost three grand on a bike with a you know 12 month 60 dollar a month subscription on top of that you would hope for a bit of customer service apparently they give you that um they show up they'll, they'll do the whole thing of setting up the bike for you and putting it all together but oh god that's a lot of money yeah, you'd also hope they take your old crappy exercise bike away like when <laughs> yes, you buy indeed. a new fridge. <laughs> indeed. Yeah, I've got a crappy old uh, exercise bike here that I, I I occasionally get on. Maybe I would do it more often if there was uh, some kind of gamification uh, tech built into it, but there's not. Anyway, moving on, and The Verge has a profile of Twitter's Kayvon Bikyor, um, the head of consumer product, I should say. There's no real information here, no new information that we haven't talked about previously on shows. There is, he talks about spaces and super follows and all the kind of new, uh, all the new tech that they're bringing to the consumer side of the product. But I thought it was still a worthwhile interview if you want to read it. Uh, It's also a podcast. It's about a 30-minute long chat. Uh, with Casey and uh, the other guys at The Verge. It's it's a fascinating chat, I think, for anyone who is currently doing uh, a role as a product owner or a pro- product manager in technology. Uh, because for me, what was really fascinating, he's very diplomatic, of course, in his discussion. But what was really fascinating to me was hearing him talk about coming into a culture like Twitter where 
no innovation had happened in the product side of things for a very long time. He's obviously and, newish to Twitter then. Yeah, he, he said he was, he's been there three years and they, they joke at one point that Twitter used to have a sign up of, uh, you know, it's been 10 days since our last product manager because apparently it, were, it, it was like the defense of art, dark arts. It was, it was a gig that didn't last too long on most people's mm-hmm. resumes. Uh, but he's been there for, for about three years and, uh, and apparently he's been one of the, the key people in, in explaining to Twitter that they need to change, that they need to, uh, you know, improve the product if they want people to hang around. So, uh, yeah, I, I found that for me, for someone who's worked in IT for a very long time and big corporate structures for a very long time, that idea of changing the culture was far more interesting than changing the product that he talks about. It's all about storytelling and taking them on the journey with you, Peter. Oh, it really is, you know. Uh, ask, start with Why? Well, speaking of a solution that seems to be in search of a problem, Amazon (laughs) is working on a new robot. They've apparently got 800 employees now working on an Alexa-powered home robot with the code name Vesta. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's not a huge amount of detail in this Business Insider report on what the robot may do, but it's described as being about the size of two small cats and it would be something that roams around the house and will have multiple cameras and screens. Uh, Internally, the project has caused some grief due to delays and redesigns. Some of the people inside Amazon are worried the device will have a limited mainstream appeal or even worse, become another complete dud like the Amazon Fire Phone. So Amazon with its bit of a mixed uh, report card when it comes to hardware. Mm, they do, they do. Uh, yeah, this is really fascinating to read because I kind of like the idea of, I like what Amazon have done with their hardware over the years. And and the idea of a little robot that follows you around the house uh, will definitely make my kids happy, so I, I, I'm all for that. But yeah, I, again, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with the people inside Amazon who are a little bit worried that, like, who's going to buy this? Would, would Tess, would you feel comfortable with a? Uh, let's just imagine there's it's a a, a little robot full of cameras listening to you at all times, following you around your house. No, I mean, if I wanted that, I would just put a echo in every room. Uh, also, my house isn't big enough. And <laughs> Amazon did release that like drone that flies around your house mm. in September last year. I think it's called the Ring Always Home Cam. And yeah, that freaked people out. I think it's the moving around that freaks mm, people mm. out and makes you feel less like you have less privacy than just a, a device that's like st- sitting on your countertop. Yeah, well, a device that's always listening is all, also always silent. So it's just in the background. You can forget that it's there. But a little thing that's like following you to the toilet, that, that's going to make you stop and think. Mm, yeah, so we may actually, you know, never see what these ends up looking like. It may not get released. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, but but the fact that they have 800 employees on it suggests that maybe they're, they're working on it. Either way, fascinating. Can't wait to see what happens. Moving on, Pete Evans is back on Facebook, which according to Cam Wilson over at Gizmodo, 
Facebook's cool with that. So celebrity chef and expensive lamp seller Pete Evans uh, was banned from Facebook back in November last year um, because the chef, uh, chef, chef Pete Evans Facebook page was continually breaking the platform's rules on spreading COVID and vaccine misinformation. So he's back now. Uh, Evans' new page is called Pete Evans Senate Great Australia Party. And Ken Wilson points out that Facebook does have a recidivism policy that uh, prohibits people from creating new pages that are very similar to the old pages that were banned as a way to stop people from just kind of like, you know, doing the the whack-a-mole, setting up new pages every time they get kicked off. But they say that this one's okay because it's a totally different thing. He's he's a senator now or a, you know, possible senator now. Uh, he's no longer a chef. So I guess that's okay. Does that make sense to you, Tess Bennett? Well, I guess he's definitely going to have a much more curated audience or a more much more of a niche audience that's coming along to like a politics Facebook page as opposed to, you know, the millions of people who are following bef- him before as a as just as a general lifestyle for general lifestyle content. Mm. At least you, you sort of know what you're going to get with Senator Pete Evans' page. I guess so. It's yeah, aspirational. <laughs> it is, and and it should be pointed out that you know uh, Pete's per- previous page had 1.5 million followers. This new page has 5,000. So he's got got a long way to go before that that Senate campaign is successful. But oh god, what a world! Anyway, that's all we have time for. <laughs> yeah, I can see you shaking your head there, Tess. Yeah, no, I was just thinking. Is it an election year? Is it not an election year? It is. And and the Senate is up. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, let's not think about that. That's all we have time for. Thank you, Tess Bennett. Thanks, Peter. And we'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 